0: everybody welcome back to another episode today what I want to do is I want to talk to you about a trade show that I recently went to and if you're a commercial printer specifically I want to share some insights with you about that trade show that I think could be very useful to you as you're thinking about how to find new clients and how to engage your market and so this is going to be a little bit of a different episode I'm just going to talk kind of extemporaneously about my experience at that show and there were five observations that I made as I was there that I think are going to be helpful to you. So I want to share those with you. I'll tell you a couple stories about some of the things that happened there, some unique experiences that I had and tie that all together to try to help you understand or maybe give you some new ideas around how you can engage your market at these new things called trade shows, right? We haven't been to trade shows in a little while so it's cool to finally be able to start talking about them again. So The show that I went to, I don't know when you're listening to this, but it was in September. Right now it's a few days after the show. September of 2021 is when I'm recording this. And it was the Traffic and Conversion Show in San Diego. This is an event that has been going on for a number of years. If you know Ryan Dice and Digital Marketer, you might be familiar with that event. And it wasn't held last year because of COVID, but it was held the year before. And it's been, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years, I would imagine that that show's been around. A lot of digital marketing folks there, so kind of the Russell Brunson, uh, ClickFunnels, FusionSoft, those are the kind of folks that are usually there, a lot of funnel discussion. And so there's a lot of different digital layers that typically attend that event, as well as digital companies that are exhibiting at the event. And so you might wonder, why did I go? What interested me? And so just so you kind of have a little insight into why I felt it was an important event to attend, we have a client. Summit Direct Mail. I've had them on the show before, you might have heard the name. I decided to attend with three of their people, Mike Robinson, Ben Shank, and Joe Ayers. And I decided to go with them because I wanted to learn from a very kind of hands-on perspective what it looks like for them to get out there in front of their market and try to engage their market to sell more direct mail, which is ultimately the core of their business. If you know anything about Mindfire, you know we are a technology company and within our client portfolio, we have a lot of commercial printers. They use our OptiChannel marketing platform to add value to the direct mail that they're selling their clients by incorporating a variety of different digital elements. And so my objective in attending the show with them was to understand what it's like to live in their shoes. I got to wear their shirts. I represented their company there in the booth. I spent a couple of hours every day working the booth with the fellows there and also had time to go and check out the other events and just kind of hear What's going on in the industry? Like I said, again, it's been a couple of years since I've been able to attend events, almost two years. And so I just wanted to get a sense for what's going on. What are people thinking? How are they looking at the world these days? And in specific, I wanted to learn that through the eyes of a commercial print company, which I know many of you are. So that's why I attended. The event was Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, earlier this week. And I picked up a number of things that I think are of value to you. Let me share those with you, specifically five things that I think might be helpful to you as you're planning your marketing and your sales process, maybe for the remainder of this year, or if you're listening to me in 2022, I think these things are still applicable then as well. So first of all, number one, the impact of COVID is interesting. As I record this right now, we are still between 1,500 to 2,000 deaths a day, and somewhere around 150,000 cases here in the United States. And so I happened to be in California, the show was in San Diego, California. And what I noticed there at the show is that there were very few people wearing masks. If you're wondering how were people kind of taking into consideration COVID, at least here at this show, there were very few masks. Now, one of the interesting things that I noticed when I walked up to the show, initially there on the first day to go get my badge, is that they have these little buttons that pin to your shirt that say like six feet please, wear a mask. I don't remember exactly how it stated these different things, but it allowed you to kind of put this on you in such a way that the other person would know how you wanted to be treated with respect to COVID. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't actually see a lot of people wearing those, but they were giving them out there at the registration. And it seemed like an interesting tactic to help people kind of navigate the situation. As I understand, They also were broadcasting this event online. I was there physically present with everyone, but I guess there were some people who were still hesitant to attend that were watching this thing online. So that's what I saw with COVID. Overall, though, people were really excited. There was an excitement around being back together again. People were happy to see one another, it seemed like. There were a lot of smiles. And I just noticed kind of a positive, upbeat perspective around being able to get back out there again, learn new things, and be with people that I think has been sorely missed over the last almost two years or so. So that's number one. Secondly, for my print friends, listen, folks, I spoke to numerous, let's say, mid-level to senior-level marketing managers who are of a generation that, and I'm somewhat generalizing, but just hear my point here, that really have no idea about the impact power of print what i mean by that is as i would pull people in from the aisles as i would talk to people about what our client does they were largely unaware of the fact that direct mail can be targeted just like you can target digital ads and so i would often describe to them that it was analogous to creating an ad on facebook or in linkedin or pay-per-click many things that they're familiar to i was trying to tie it to and say hey look The same way you can target in the digital realm, you can do the same thing with print. For many people that I spoke to, believe it or not, that was a novel idea. A lot of the people that I talked to that didn't understand that this was possible were roughly, let's say, 35 and younger. There's a seemingly a growing group of these folks who are taking the reins of marketing projects or becoming mid-level marketing managers who don't have a sense for print as a viable alternative Digital Now, there's a lot of issues going on with digital. If you're not familiar with all the Facebook, iOS issues, Facebook ads are getting more and more expensive. They're becoming less effective in some respect because of the restrictions around privacy that have made it more difficult to use Facebook ads. That's a whole other episode. But I just want you to know that there's an increasing pressure on these folks to find alternatives to digital marketing, the traditional digital marketing like Facebook. And they're largely unaware of print as a viable alternative to that. In fact, some of the folks that I spoke to were like, what do you what do you mean? What is what is direct mail? You mean something that I actually get in the mailbox? Do people even use mail anymore? And often when I would have those conversations with people, they would say, "Well, you know what? As I as I think about it, my parents certainly like to get mail, and I do get some mail from time to time that I'm excited about opening." And so, I think there's a big opportunity for us to educate this new generation of marketers that there is this thing called print. There is this thing called direct mail. That's very, very effective when used properly. I think we have a big opportunity to educate our market collectively about that. So that's number two. Some folks just have no idea about the power of print. Thirdly, this is an observation again, from within the lens, within the eyes of being there as a representative for summit direct mail. And what, I noticed and what we noticed and what they noticed given they were there about two years ago, we were the only print company there. So every other exhibitor was a digital company or had some sort of digital aspect. So for you, men and women who are trying to stand out, if you want to find clients, if you want to find new opportunities, if you've been in any of my trainings, you've heard me talk about the blue ocean strategy, right? You want to be in a blue ocean where in contrast to being in a red ocean where there's all this blood from fighting and competition, if you can be in a blue ocean where you're the only one, you have a unique opportunity. And at this show, we were in a blue ocean. We were the only company there with a message that was distinctly different from all of the other exhibitors. What a fantastic opportunity. I would suggest you think about what are some of the trade shows that you can attend that maybe have different vertical focus areas that are maybe specific to your industry, where there's a big digital presence. What if you could attend at one of those events? Can you find something like that? Maybe like a traffic and conversion. Now, maybe some of you are gonna start looking that up and maybe I'll see you there next year because of this podcast, but there are still a lot of opportunities to attend shows like that where you can be the only print provider, the only direct mail company, let's say, and stand out in that sea of digital noise, okay? So that was the third thing I noticed. We were the only print company there and man, what an opportunity that really afforded us. Number four, and I've talked about this before in some of our live events, some of our webinars, some of our training, but golly, there are a lot of missed opportunities, not only for us there at the show, but also for the other exhibitors that I saw there. I spent a couple of hours every day working the booth, but I would also walk around and just see what people were doing, talk to different people, see who I could meet, attend different sessions, just listen and kind of get a sense for everything that was going on. Man, as I would walk up and down those aisles, by and large, I would see people working these trade show booths that were just sitting around. Just sitting there, looking on their phones, sitting in a seat, not paying attention. And whenever I attend these events, whenever I attend a trade show, usually I'm there exhibiting for our company, for Mindfire, right? And I know how much it costs and I know how much work it takes and I know what an investment of time and energy it is in those shows. I have this kind of anxiety about missing an opportunity that walks by. The way we typically teach our clients and the way we look at the world is you got to be out there and engaged. Don't be sitting around on your butts looking at your phone. Of course, I looked at my phone, I'm checking things, but I'm trying to keep an eye on who's walking by. And I just saw so many booths where I would hope, whoever you are listening to me right now, that you wouldn't do that if you attend a trade show, that you would actually commit to getting the most out of it. I know they're tiring, I know they're hard, I know they're not easy, but Man, I saw so many missed opportunities. People just walking by a booth because the person or the people working those booths were just sitting there, not engaging or not giving eye contact. One of the things that I think we could do a better job on, and one of the things that we help our clients do all the time, is set more appointments in advance of the event. Have meetings scheduled with prospects at the show, set those in advance so that by the time you get to the event, You already have a good number of leads lined up. Anybody else who you happen to pull in off of the show floor is gravy on top. And if you've ever been to any of the MindFire events, uh, any of our trade shows, you know we do quite a bit of work in that area. Led by McKenzie on our team and Suzanne and others who just do a fantastic job engaging the folks who are going to attend the event, setting meetings, having conversations in advance of the event so that when you get there, your sales team is booked with meetings and appointments, with high value prospects so that you're not leaving anything to chance. I think there's a lot of companies that miss an opportunity there. So that's the fourth observation I made. And then fifthly, I don't know how to describe this one, but it's an encouragement to you. I would say that I'm an introvert who has learned to be an introvert in an extroverts world. Let's say, I don't know if I'm saying that in the most uh, eloquent way, but I'm an introvert. But I really enjoy people. I really enjoy meeting new people. I really enjoy hearing stories that people tell about their life and their business. And so over the years, I've learned a few little techniques that give me an opportunity to engage people in a meaningful way. So my encouragement to you would be just one little hack here. And you probably already know this. This is nothing new. But I want to encourage you, if you feel anything like me, where you're like, ah, it's hard to go to these shows because ultimately I'm an introvert. You know what? I would encourage you. Talk to everybody. Talk to everybody you possibly can. I know that sounds simple. I know that sounds small. But especially if you're in sales, if your responsibility is to, you know, bring new business or to be the face of your brand, whatever the case may be, have conversations with everyone that you run into. As I was sitting there one morning doing some work in the Starbucks at our hotel, I saw a young lady trying to get connected online. And I asked her if she needed help getting on the Internet. Long story short, her name is Sierra. And maybe I'll send this podcast to her so she can hear it. She happens to work at a pest control company, which, surprise, surprise, needs to find new customers and really had never considered direct mail as a viable option to engage her market. So Sierra, if you're listening to this, I think this is a perfect example of if I hadn't put myself out there and and made myself available to help you get online and folks be looking around, who needs help? Who can you talk to? Who can you smile at? Who can you say hi to? If you feel like a creep or if you feel like a creeper, You have to get over that just put yourself out there and be willing to strike up conversations because just like my conversation with Sierra I learned something from her and hopefully she picked up a few things um, from the conversation as well another one is I was walking to the show one day and um, I'm walking along from the hotel over to the event which was maybe about a half mile away and I look over to my right and there's a interesting looking guy who I strike up a conversation with his name is Spanky maybe we'll send this to Spanky as well Uh, We had a good conversation. He's got five kids. I've got four kids. So interesting conversation there. He mentioned Gary Vaynerchuk, who if you've listened to the show before, you know, I uh, talk about Gary from time to time and actually Spanky had dinner with Gary and had been in one of his coaching programs. We had a great conversation. There might be some opportunities for us to do some work in the future. But my point is, is you need to reach out and engage people. You need to give people eye contact. Kind of Going back to my fourth point, don't just be sitting there hoping that somebody comes up to you. You got to make it happen. You got to talk to strangers. One of the nights we went out to dinner with one of the clients that, that Mike and Ben at Summit Direct Mail happened to see there at the show, and she's 29 years old, gave us feedback about what it's like to be in her shoes as somebody who has only recently started attending these kinds of events, and what she said is, as I'm walking up and down these aisles, it's difficult for me, and I think she's an extrovert by the way, but she said "What's well, difficult for me to go up to a booth and start engaging somebody. And I never considered that. I never thought about what it's like to be in somebody's shoes who isn't open to talking to random strangers. I love talking to strangers. That's one of the things that I enjoy most about the work that I get to do now. But she was saying, look, when I walk by a booth and if somebody doesn't come out and engage me, it's really hard. It's really awkward to go and Talk to them why do people make it so difficult and it was a great reminder for me and for ben and for mike and joe who was there sitting listening to her that you know what we need to do a better job collectively when we're working these trade shows to remember that sometimes we need to give people a way or give them permission to start talking to us by just simply saying hi one of the little techniques that i use is when people walk by the booth i just say hey good morning if i can see their name on their name tag i'll look and i'll say hey bob how's your morning been Or, hey, Diane, what are you looking for here at the show? And you know what? Some people just keep walking and nod, but others stop and say, hey, it's nice to talk to you. I'm looking for XYZ and you have a conversation, right? That's why we're at these events. There is a presumption on the part of the attendees that there is going to be some sort of give and take in the conversation. So my little encouragement, I don't know where you are in your career. I don't know how many trade shows you've been to, but if you're just starting in your career or if you're just starting to get back into trade shows and you feel a little awkward about it, Have those conversations. One of the mantras that I have, and I I talk to my wife about this and she thinks it's strange, but I believe that strangers, by and large, strangers have everything that you need. What I mean by that is, for example, before I met my wife, my wife was a stranger, right? I wanted to get married. I wanted to have kids. But at one point, my wife was a stranger. If I think about my business partner, Mo, at one point, Mo was a stranger. I wanted to have a company. I wanted to be able to influence and impact the world But until I met Mo, that wasn't a reality. People that are strangers to you right now have everything that you need. And if you're willing to put yourself out there, man, some incredible things can happen. So I hope these have been insightful and inspiring to you. If you got any value out of this, please shoot me an email, david.rosendahl at mindfiring.com. And you're going to hear my cell phone number here in a second. I'd love to have you text me and just get some feedback from you if this was helpful to you. With that, I'm going to sign off. I'll see you in the next episode. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Really quick, I just wanted to let you know we've just opened up a texting community, which means that you can text me questions right now. And I'm spending anywhere between 10 to 30 minutes a day answering questions from people like you that are listening to the podcast So I want you to stop and pull out your phone right now and text me at 949-506-5835. Or if you're listening to us right now on a podcast player, let's say on your phone, maybe you're going for a run or going on a walk, you can go to the description of this podcast right now, go click on it, and my team has put the number and a link that you can click on to make the process even easier for you to text me, okay? so look at that or write it down nine four nine five zero six five eight three five and when you text me just say hello dave it's you know whatever your name is and it will add you to my phone and then it's going to shoot you back a message where you can add me to your phone and we can then talk from that point forward okay i'm going to be giving away tips links to live interviews free stuff quotes frameworks training links Only things that you can get through this texting platform and also something specific for our friends in the print and agency community. You know, we come across leads all the time for print work and agency work, things that as a software company, you know, we just don't do. But I think many of you probably wanna know about those things and we come across these leads in places that you're probably not frequenting. So if you want to be able to get those leads, I also send those through text to this community. So if that's helpful to you, pull out your phone, Text me at 949-506-5835. Or like I said, if you're listening on a podcast player on your phone, you can go to the description. My team has put the number as well as a link that I think you can click and it'll make it even easier for you to text me. I can't wait to hear from you. See you later. Bye-bye.